Isn't it great to be a part of a church where, do you know what, the message, the message of the gospel doesn't just come from adults and from youth, but it starts right at the beginning moments of our life. It really does. In fact, Jesus said it one day when he said, do you know what, unless you become like a little child, you can never really understand the kingdom of God. And you know, when I look at the children and sometimes when I look at my own children, I think, oh, to be a child, just to be so trusting, just to be so innocent. And one of the, one of the difficulties sometimes about growing up and becoming an adult is that our life gets layered with so many different kinds of experiences. But you know what? Jesus comes and he strips back all of those layers so that we can come to a place where we can receive him just like the children have so wonderfully depicted this morning. Really, you know, we're at the closing moments of this service now because what we've seen this morning is a clear depiction of the gospel message to each and every one of us. Wonderful, in a wonderful, wonderful way. Do you know, as I was sat there this morning just watching the children, my mind went back to a moment when I was a little child. We were living in Portugal and my mum decided to take a shopping in the local market. And if you've ever been to a Portuguese market, it's absolute madness. You've got chickens flying about and running around. And do you know, I remember holding tightly onto my mum's hand in that marketplace because it was a place that was full of hustle and bustle and busyness. But as we walked through the market, I was intrigued by everything that was going around and everything that was going on. And I wandered away from my mum and my hand let go of hers. And before I knew it, I was on my little journey, exciting. My, my you know, my senses were, were just trying to take in everything that was around me. But then before I knew it, I was looking around to find where my mum was and I couldn't see her anywhere. And I started to get really concerned because I realized that I was lost in a strange place, not knowing what to do or where to go or who to call. So like a little kid, and I'm sure you've done this as well, I began to cry out, Mommy! Mommy! And you know, like people gathered round and they were speaking a strange language, couldn't understand me and I couldn't understand them. But within moments, my mom heard the cry of my heart. It was a cry. It wasn't, you know, calm and collected. Mom, where are you? No, it was a cry of anguish. It was a cry for help, a cry for come and get me. I don't know where I am. I'm lost. Before I knew it, my mom swept me up, grabbed me in her arms and pulled me close. Do you know it's like that with Jesus? In fact, I want to read to you just one verse from the Bible, and it's really going to be apparent maybe to your situation today. Maybe you're here for the first time. Maybe you haven't seen anything like this before. 
Maybe you didn't really understand that, do you know what? Jesus loves you. He gave his life for you. He's risen again and he lives forevermore. And he wants to be with you right at the center of your life to give you peace, to bring forgiveness, to make you whole. I want to read to you from a book in the Bible called Romans. And there's a verse there that's absolutely wonderful. And it says this. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Do you need a miracle today? Well, I'm here to tell you that God is in the business of doing miracles. You don't need, you know, you don't need another, another drink. You don't need another tablet. You don't need another relationship. You need a miracle like I need a miracle, right in the center of your life. His name is Jesus. There's a God-shaped vacuum in every one of our lives. And each and every one of us, we've all done it. We've all tried to fill that vacuum with all kinds of things. And you throw this into it and you throw that into it. And for a while it may, you know, bridge the gap. But over time, whatever we throw into that vacuum inside, that empty space inside. It never does the job, does it? You can go from one relationship to another relationship. You can empty bottle after bottle. You can consume tablet after tablet. But that black space inside is shaped for one person. His name is Jesus Christ. That's why he died. That's why he rose again. And what we've just read in the Bible is incredible. Because the miracle that you need, that I need, begins when you open your mouth. When you open your mouth. When I opened my mouth in that little, in that place in Portugal, in that market, you know, I wasn't wondering about, you know, who's going to be looking at me. I wasn't, you know, concerned about our people going to tell me off, you know, am I going to fit in? I was lost, man, and I knew it, and I just cried out. I didn't care who was there. I didn't care who was watching. I didn't care who heard. I needed to be reunited with my mom. Mom! Unashamed, in abandon, help! And in she came, and it's like that. It's like that with our lives. Do you know what? Your life is precious. Your life is so valuable. Do you want to see the value that God places on your life? There it is right there. There it is that Jesus would hang on a cross and die for you and me. That's exactly God's sign, demonstration that he loves you. Doesn't condemn you. Or me, thank God. And he says, listen, the miracle starts today. The moment that you call, the moment that you send your voice, and cry out to me, you shall be saved. If you call, whoever it says, whoever, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It tells me a number of things. One of the things it tells me is this. Do you know what? God respects he respects you. He doesn't just kick down the doors of your life and barge in and say, Hey, listen, I'm God. You've got to serve me. Hey, listen, I'm God. You've got to worship me. Hey, listen, you've got to do this, that, and the other. No, God, He waits for you to call. 
He waits for you to call. He waits for you to cry for him. And in the closing moments of this service right now, I want to give you an opportunity today to call on the name of the Lord. How do you do that? Do you know what? God's made it so easy. It's the easiest thing in all of the world. You just got to place your trust in Him. You just got to place your faith in Him. You may say, well, how do I do that? Well, you're using your faith now. Just sat in the chair that's supporting you. You sat down on it. You didn't expect that chair to crumble the moment you sat in it. You expected that chair to hold your weight. And it's like that with Jesus. You just put all your life weight on Him. That's what trusting is. It's just saying, Jesus, I just want to give you my life. And it's like just sitting down in that chair and putting your whole life weight and all of the cares with it into Him. And that's the wonderful exchange. For our worry, He gives us peace. For our sickness, He gives us wholeness. For our lostness, He gives us salvation. For our depression, He gives us joy. It's an exchange. It's an exchange of our rags to His riches. An exchange. That's what Easter's all about. It really is. And right now, I want to give you the opportunity. I want to give you the opportunity to make your peace with God. Do you know we had a funeral service in this church this week of a man that we all dearly loved. His name was Spike. And you know, Spike made his peace with God, not in a religious building with a steeple on it and bells ringing and stained glass windows. He made his peace with God in Bellevue Park with Dale Wood, who prayed for him many, many years ago. And as we buried him and laid his coffin in the ground, I'm telling you now, it's a sobering reminder and this isn't to rain on anybody's party, but I tell you now, there is, there is life to be enjoyed, but then there is life after death. And as we laid his body in the, the cemetery in St. Woolas, it's a sobering reminder, friends, we are on a journey towards somewhere where we have never been. And Jesus Christ as our Savior has provided a way through death into heaven for all eternity. We're talking about your life. It's precious to God. God has given His Son, shed His blood and risen from the dead so that you and I might be saved forevermore. This is a wonderful moment for you. And it's not to be taken lightly. Do you know what? We take insurances on our cars. We take insurances on our homes to protect them. Why don't you take the greatest life insurance that you can ever take by putting your faith in Jesus Christ? He's a wonderful Savior. He'll never let you go. Wonderful news. Right now, let's bow our heads and close our eyes for the closing moments of this service. You're not going to go to hell. You're going to go to heaven because you're going to call on the name of the Lord. You're not promising to be a great church attender today. You're not promising to be a perfect saint. But you're calling on His name and salvation is going to come into your heart. And there's going to be a wonderful explosion of new life. Peace is going to be the first thing that you experience in this new life. 
We're going to pray right now. A simple prayer. It's like Faye said. Help. 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 And he's going to respond to it. And he's going to take you in his loving arms. And you're going to know salvation is a wonderful experience. Pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I call on your name. Today, I ask you to save me. I believe that you've died to forgive me of my sin. I believe today that you have risen from the dead and are alive forevermore. Now I want to know you as my Savior and as my Lord. Amen.